Good evening, and welcome to my podcast. We are going to learn about the Joint Commission. Um, We're going to learn about the history and why they are important. So starting with the history, the Joint Commission was founded in 1951, and it is one of the nation's oldest and largest standard-setting and accrediting body in healthcare. So it originally started um, because there were, before the Joint Commission, doctors were exploring the need for standardizing hospital care. So by 1918, there was a list known as the minimum standard for hospitals and on-site inspections of hospital facilities by the American College of Surgeons. This moved on to be um, the Joint Commission. So I read um, in some of my readings that the Hospital Inspection and Accreditation Program, which had previously been run by the American College of Surgeons, was then transferred to the Joint Commission in 1953. A little bit more on the timeline. In the 1980s, the Joint Commission continued to expand, including oversight of home care programs, as well as new evaluation criteria that began to use electronic monitoring systems for medical safety and coordination. Moving forward to 1990s, the Joint Commission began to work with laboratory testing services and received approval from Medicare that ambulatory services accredited by the Joint Commission would be considered as meeting Medicare certification requirements. So this was huge um, for the laboratories that were within hospitals. A little bit more on the history. Um... For facilities that have already received or maintained accreditation, the Joint Commission and JCI provide a set of tools aimed at continuing and maintaining um, improvement for patient care. So that is one of the main focuses of the Joint Commission. It is to help facilities um, really meet the standards that they need in order to provide the best care they can. So one of these such tools was the Hand Hygiene Targeted Solutions Tool. It was implemented in 2009. And what that did is it allowed um, facilities to use this tool to hopefully improve hand um, hand hygiene, especially among doctors. This was tracked and... They reported that there was an increase in hand hand washing by 72%. So this type of increase leads to better patient health because doctors and other healthcare providers are less likely to spread bacteria between patients. So that's just one example of how something very simple, we may think, looking forward to it, um, can impact patient care. Again, that was an increase in 72% in hand hygiene, which made a decrease in the spread of bacteria. So the reporting, um, once a hospital goes through, or any facility goes through the accreditation process, 
Um, it is reported on qualitycheck.org. Um, I was on there this afternoon, and it's as simple as putting in either the name of a facility or the zip code, if you're not real sure of the name, um, and it pulls up if they are accredited, when their last survey was, um, what they are accredited in or have certifications in. So, for example, the hospital that I looked up was Joint Commission um, accredited, and they also were stroke certified um, and hip and knee certified. So those are all available on qualitycheck.org. It also, if you pull up the report, goes through what the um, safety goals were for that year. So for 2021, that was the last um, survey that I was able to find for this particular facility. Um, it included things as improve the accuracy of patient identification so what the organization should do is use two patient identifiers. And then it shows whether it was implemented at that facility. Um, another thing as far as medications is to improve the safety of using medications. It says the organization should label medications. Now, you may think that all medications are labeled, but if you pull up insulin or if you draw up your own insulin and we do that instead of pharmacy, we have to label that ourselves. So that way, if we are drawing up different medications, we're able to know um, what our insulin is. Maybe they, they had something else. Um, that way that everything is clearly labeled. If we're drawn away from giving our medications, then they're able to know what, what is given. So again, that's qualitycheck.org. You can look up on um, the internet and you can look up any facility and see if they are accredited. Now, I will say one thing about the accreditation. Um, most types of organizations are a three-year award. The only exception is a laboratory accreditation, and those are two-year. So laboratories are two-year. Um, all other organizations, including hospitals, are three years. And hospitals and other facilities, they pay to become accredited. Um, I tried to find the pricing, um, and it just it mentions pricing, but it doesn't give specific amounts. So this is something that facilities strive to do better for their patients, and they they want to see this implemented. And how they do that is by paying to become accredited or to become to go through the survey process to see if they can become accredited. So a little bit on the process. Um, I found a couple different things online. One of them was specifically on the first day. Um, it says the first day of the survey, the surveyor will provide a list of documents for review and to be sure and give them exactly what they ask for. So that means if they ask for XYZ, you give them XYZ. Don't give them W. 
Don't give them anything additional. You just give them X, Y, Z. Um, one of the things also was the tracer method. So with the tracer methodology, it's the process used during the on-site survey to analyze an organization's system and processes. So from start to finish. So the tracer means it's going to trace, let's say it is a patient maybe came through the emergency room, had to go to surgery, and then went and was admitted into the ICU and then transferred during their stay to just the regular medical surgical floor. That would be a good tracer patient because it would hit many different departments in the facility, starting from the emergency room and, like I said, surgery, ICU, medical surgical. They also, the surveyors, will speak to staff Um, They can talk to doctors, nurses, um, anybody who might have an impact on that patient or has something to do. They may speak to um, the dietary staff. They may say, ask them what they, um, their, their role in the patient care is. Um, When thinking of the impact on quality that the Joint Commission accreditation has, um, it says that they conduct thorough on-site evaluations to assess care deficiencies and known and unknown risk. And this is to keep patients, visitors, and staff safe. Patient safety is at the core of the Joint Commission's mission to continuously improve health care for the public. So that says a lot to me. Um, They incorporate nurses into their um, surveying. They, the team that was actually just at the facility um, where I work, they were there in September and there were three team members. It was two nurses and then a facilities person. So one nurse looked at inpatient, one nurse looked at the surgery department And then the other, um, the facilities person, they went around and looked at the the facility itself. So the nurse's role in um, in the accreditation is it says here that the Joint Commission partners with and supports healthcare organizations on their quality improvement journey, but the organizations themselves drive quality and safety. Nurses have one of the most important voices within the organization, which is why the Joint Commission partners with them externally and internally. And I also found in my um, research that the chair of the board of the commission is a nurse. So that says a lot of how they um, feel and take what nurses, their thoughts into, into play. Um, It also goes on to say that nurses develop and interpret Joint Commission standards and work on other patient safety and quality initiatives, including infection prevention and control, maternal health, suicide prevention, and workplace violence. So again, that just goes to show what a huge role we as nurses play 
in the patient safety along with Joint Commission accreditation. Um, I have attached onto the assignment a reference page, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast. Thank you.